for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please like, share, and subscribe. Now to the show. Hey, welcome to another episode of Balance and Sanity with your girl, Monica. This is a continuation from the previous episode. We were having a lot of technical difficulties recording that episode, so I apologize in advance for the sound. I appreciate you and I thank you for tuning in. Here's the continuation of our previous episode. So what are some things or what is something that you can never forgive an ex for? I will have to say if uh, physical abuse, like if you were to hit me, definitely not forgiving you um, at all. And um, I just feel like I don't care how mad I make you feel or get you to the point where you feel like you have to put your hands on me, then um, that's definitely a problem and there's no coming back from it. Okay. At all. That's understandable. Um, So what about, so you've never been in, because I'm trying to think, because when you think about somebody being physically harmed by a partner, right? And we've seen this in many instances. There is a reason why the woman stays. I don't know what that reason is. You right. may not know what the reason is. But do you think that, remember Eve back in the 90s, love is blind. Yes. Boom. Let's take over your mind, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's why people would say, this is just like a, a segue. I was just curious. Do you think this is a reason why people stay when somebody hits them? Yes, I I think so. Partially, um, sometimes it could just be very low self-esteem. And a lot of times they don't know why they're being hit or they feel like, oh, I'm the one that's forcing him to hit me. I got him upset. And, and you know, so that's the reason why he's being abusive to me. But it's like, no, no. At the end of the day, if I get you to that point where you feel like you got to hit me, you know, I understand we might have a heated um, debate or or argument. And if you feel like you that mad, then just like I need to go take a walk. Right. But to put your hands on me. No, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there's certain cases where there's females who hit men and expect the men not to hit them. That's a different story. However, you still shouldn't hit the woman. But. Sometimes it's like a borderline between you trying to restrain a woman from hitting you. Right. So it might look like you are being physical um, with them, but you're actually mm-hmm. trying to protect yourself and probably herself as well. But mm-hmm. um, just to be like, you know, I I might not cook for, I might not cook dinner or whatever, and you get mad and you want to slap me, or I might say something that you feel is out of line and you might want to slap me like, no, definitely not. And my second one, which I can't, I think this is like beyond like just dirty is if you spit on me, some people have the habit of spitting. I just think that you don't even spit on your enemy. Like just spitting at somebody is just disgusting. And if you did some sh- something like that, I'll, there's no coming back from that either. Oh, so you feel free to curse if that's how you express yourself, knock yourself out. Oh. I don't, as, <laughs> as people know. But if that's how you express yourself, please don't hold back because of me. 
Okay. Um, so I've never heard of someone getting into an argument with an ex and then the ex bidding on them. So that for me is a first. Okay. So um, I'm trying to think. I think for me. I mean, this never happened. This never happened to oh, me. But okay, those okay. are just things that there's no coming back. I haven't really been in a situation where it's like if they did something to me that to the point where I wouldn't like there's no coming back. I already believe like once you're an ex, once we've done, we're done. Like we're not friends anymore. You're an ex and you're an mm. ex for a reason. And there's no no friendship, no nothing. It's just like you already know how I feel about exactly. that. Exactly. You live your life, I live my life, we cross paths. Hey, how you doing? Keep it cordial and keep it moving. But if you know, I had to experience it. Those two things are like two things that are never coming back. Cheating, on the other hand, um, I feel like I had this conversation with another group of friends where I feel like there's levels to cheating. <clears throat> so it's like, I could probably forgive you for cheating, depending on what type of cheating you're doing. Like there's sexting and there's actually having sex. Like the sexting, I could forgive you. Flirting, I could forgive you. But like, if you cheat on me, actually sleep with somebody else, then I can't, I don't know. It would be hard for me to like, I probably would be able to forgive you. But at that point, the whole trust thing is just out the window. I'm going to always think that you're doing something and then it's just not going to be healthy. I kind of disagree with you when you said an ex is an ex for a reason, because I still keep in contact with some of my exes to this day. Some of them were not cool. Like I won't go to the house to hang out. I won't call them. And then there's others that I will. I would pick up the phone and definitely be like, yo, what you doing this weekend? Or let's go hang out to have a drinks or something. Because one, we were friends first. And then two, that's still my peeps. Like we're exes. It just means that the relationship didn't work. Didn't mean that our friendship sucked. So that's why I'm not on that. Okay. And then when it comes to cheating, I find that and I'm always like upset with myself when I allow this because I have been cheated on before, not frequently, but often enough to even be too sad to be said that I've been cheated on. And I initially, because I've always said thought that I was a person like, if you cheat on me, it's a wrap. I'm not talking to you. Get out my face, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then I found that when the situation actually happened to me, I was hella pissed. I, stay, I stepped back in hopes to, for it to just, like, stop. Like, I was like, I'm done. I'm through with you. Leave me the hell alone. Go your way. I'm good. There's no need for us to even communicate ever again in life. Then there was a reason that we ended up having to communicate. And then in that communication, it was just like, you know, talking remembering the good times feelings was just like oh just came rushing back in you know looking into his eyes it was just like damn I miss him and I miss what we had and then the more I allowed this person into my space the more that cheating just got pushed to the back of my memory like to the back of my mind and I was able to 
forgive but not necessarily forget because whenever he would go places I would just be wondering like is he sleeping with her again or is he with somebody else or something and then I just had to one day realize like I don't care how much I love this person or how much I'm in love with this person or how much I feel for this particular person I am worth more like I don't care why you cheated it may be have something that I was lacking or something, but that's not my fault that you cheated. You cheated because you decided to go and step out of this relationship, this situationship, whatever we had going on. You decided to step out of that. Although I may have been giving you everything you needed, you couldn't, you weren't satisfied with what I was having. So I had to come to the realization that it had nothing to do with me. It had to do with that person. And that person needed to grow up and do it on their own terms and do it without me. And I was worth more. Than staying in this relationship feeling like I was second place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I'm still like very iffy on the whole. Because I'm very like woman forward. Like he cheat. Kick him out the house. Leave him alone. Right. I feel like I would be that way too. But it's like. I don't know. I've never been in a situation that I know of where I knew I was being cheated on. Right. Were they cheating on me? I, you know, it's right, possible, right. but I, I never knew. Did I have any, you know, speculations? Of course, but I just never was able to, like, solidify, like, oh, yeah, you cheated on me. Right. So all in all, it's like, I don't know if I necessarily can't forgive you for that or never forgive you for that. It may take me some while to forgive you. Especially if I feel like you're worth it or something, right? But I feel like I'm also at the stage where if you decide to cheat on me, I'm definitely stepping, I'm falling all the way back. Like, I'm not cheating you like my king if you can't act in such a way. Cheat on me with my friend, we can never be friends after this. Like, there is no communication, you're cut off forever, and that's what I mean by never forgive you. Okay. So you so see what, what I'm about, saying? What about a family member? That's the same thing. <laughs> that is the same thing. Okay. And I feel like, yeah, family and friends? Oh, hell. Hell. No, and then if you're my friend and then sleep with my man. You're cut off too. Yeah, this friendship is over. Yeah. You're- so I think uh, cheating with friends or family. The hitting part. I feel like if you punch me in my face, I don't know. I feel like I would be able to forgive you. Not date you again, but forgive you. Would you stay with that person? No. Okay. But you'd be able to forgive them? Yeah. My forgiveness doesn't come overnight. So let's just say that for and from us. So when I say forgive, it's taking months, it's taking a year, it may even take years. But at some point, I'm going to say, you know what? I need to forgive you in order to be free for myself. And in that forgiveness, we may be able to establish like a conversation, a friendship or something. But to date again? Yeah. And then I had a friend that I had posed the same question to. And she was like, she could never forgive a deadbeat dad. And I was like, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. I definitely could forgive a a deadbeat dad just growing up but it's just it takes a while for Mm. it takes a while and a different type of mindset to forgive somebody 
Right. Because you're always going to feel, like, scarred from whatever experience you had with that person. You know, you're taught to forget. But at times, it's just hard. Like, I don't know if I could forgive somebody. Like, you know, if somebody killed a family member of mine, like, I don't know if I could forgive that person. <laughs> like, you, you killed somebody, love, my loved one. I don't know if I can forgive that person. So it's just, like, is is challenging depending on what the situation is i think it's also based on where you are because i know that i've always said if somebody was to kill somebody in my family it's a wrap i'm coming for you and i'm gonna be doing life so it's like one of those things where yeah it's hard to say now but you know with everything i can say this is how i'm gonna react to every single thing that happens to me and then when it happens i don't react any way close to what i said so Right, you got to be in that situation. Right. At, at times to really say, you can just say, oh yeah, it's, you know, easier said than done. done. Right. Because there's been a lot of situations I've been in where, you know, the old me would have been like, yeah, right. Right. And then I'm in a situation and I'm like, a lot of times you pro- you really don't know yourself yeah. until you're being put in a situation. Because there's a lot of things that, you know, you would say, oh, yeah, if that happened to me, I'll do such and such and such. And then you're in a situation and you don't do, you know, what you right. said you was, was going to do. Absolutely. So absolutely. Like you just don't you really don't know yourself until you're being put in a situation. You absolutely right. You man, listen, as many times as I've said, I never do that. And then yep. years later, I end up doing the same thing. Even, so. Before, I used to be like, I would never date a dude with dreads. And I've talked to a dude with dreads. I dated a dude with dreads. I've been attracted to men with dreads. Right. It's just like, you got these 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 preferences that are just like, you know, it sounds good, but then you wind up totally doing the opposite. Right. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, I always just like, oh, you know, I'm going to be... Like, my height, Hispanic. That was it. And then I ended up dating a tall, dark-skinned brother. Ugh. Woo! That dude was fine. <laughs> then I ended up dating um, a light-skinned dude my height. He was also really cute. I dated another guy my height, dark-skinned. So it's like, yeah, I feel you. Cause, and then I just learned, you know, never say never. Like, I can say my hopes and my dreams and my aspiration is if somebody does X, I'm going to turn around and hate everything about them. But then, depending on how much time and effort you've dedicated to this one person, it's just like, damn, I can, forgi- I can forgive them for this one infraction. And then it's like, well, I can forgive them for this infraction because it's been done for so long. So, right. So, yeah. So, with that being said, and then the non-forgivable things, what do you, I know we were having a discussion about a pop-up, right? And someone showing up at my door unannounced how will i feel and i disagreed with e because she was like if somebody does that to her they're psycho and i'm just like but that's so romantic and sweet it shows i'm a heavy romantic person like hopelessly romantic so i feel sorry for my husband and we were discussing this because she had a conversation with a friend of hers a friend of a friend had asked an advice like you know, there's this girl I've been talking to and she's not answering my calls. I know she's fine, but I want to go check up on her or just show up or something like that. You can um, correct any parts of it that was that yeah. I'm missing. Yeah. 
it's and pretty much like she just straight deaded him like they just stopped talking he knows that she's okay but he still wants to just pop up on her because he misses her he wants to see her and he wants to touch her and he wants to be with her and wants to and he needs closure because he's all he knows is that they just stopped talking yeah so i'm all about that he asked of our opinion and i'm just like dude you just don't you just don't pop up at her door like she deaded you for a reason you don't know what it is i know you want closure and it's killing you inside because you like at least tell me something but, you know, she probably going through something and she just don't know how to communicate with you. But you don't show up at her door. Lies. That you pop up, you might pop up and see something you might not like. Don't matter. But see, when you do a pop up, I feel like that you should take that into consideration, right? So if I'm going to show up somewhere, I'm taking into consideration that there's gonna, there may be somebody or something there that I don't want to see. And guess what? I'm going there with the intentions of something. And if I end up getting there and something is there that I don't agree with, don't see, so be it. I decided to pop up. I don't think that should stop you from popping up, especially if you care for somebody. Yeah, I care for that person, but just don't don't pop up at my house. Like, nah. Let me know. Pop you all the way up. I <laughs> am good. You come. It might be, I won't be probably as mad if we in a relationship. But if you just... Take it upon yourself to just be like, yo, let me just, let me just roll up on E. No. Nah. <laughs> just don't show up. You let me know you coming. Huh. <sighs> nope. You're like my sister. Like you just don't show up and it's not like I'm doing anything or I'm sneaking around. I just, I just don't like that. I prefer you to just, you know, let me know. Now it's one thing, like I could kind of agree with you. Like if we in a relationship, you trying to surprise me, you show up with flowers or pop up at my job with flowers or chocolates or whatever. That's okay. I'll be a little bit upset because it's just like you just showed up, but you'll get a pass because we together. But if we like not talking or or you know we broken up and you decide you just want to pop up on me, nah, it's not cool. If we are talking for a month and you pop up, problems. If we have been dealing six months and you pop up, not so perturbed. If we've been talking for a year and you pop up, knock yourself out, pop up. And so that's at my house. If we're talking a year and you pop up to my job, I'm fine. If we break up and you show up at my job, fighting. Why are you here? But if you do that to my house, I'm not going to be as angry. So what, a, okay, so what about if you guys break up and that's his way of trying to get back with you? So not at my job. At your job to do something on a romantic, desk, not at the job, but it's okay at your house? Yeah. Nah, that ain't okay at all. That's just like some psycho. No. You know, you call me, you keep calling me until I feel like picking up. No. You keep texting me until I feel like returning your text. No. You just don't show up. So maybe it's because it's, I don't know what it is, but I'm okay with a pop-up. It's just like that gesture says so much without you saying anything. Because if you can take, take within your time to say, you know what? I haven't seen her. I haven't spoken to her. She isn't answering my text. Let me go to wherever she is. Because I want to talk to her. I want to see her. Whatever your reasoning to go. Well, we on good terms or we not on good terms? I feel like it don't matter for me. It's just a gesture. 
I'm, but see, I'm a romantic. Like for me, that that just shows how romantic you are. Like just thinking about it, I've had a person pop up at my house before, and even in that situation, I had prior to, I said, "Yo, I need space because we're getting kind of close, and I'm trying to figure out my life and figure out who you are, what we're doing, because I don't know." And he was like, "Okay, no problem. I give you your space." Two, three days later, I get an intercom buzzer. Hey, it's me. And I'm like, what are you doing here? I came to check up on you. I felt special because it was like, you came all this way to check up on me. Granted, I was just like, I don't want you. Well, I don't understand why you're here because I literally just told you to give me space. But you're here. And even in him being here, I was just like, oh, this is so sweet. Thank you. Okay, bye now. Mm. Nah. Mm-mm. You will be sitting out there still ringing the intercom because you're not getting it. <laughs> I romantic would be, listen, um, you know, even if you hit me with the I'm 10 minutes away, you know, I was in an area. You mind if I stop by? At least I got a heads up, even though it's not a sufficient amount of time. Right. I could accept that because you letting me know you, you know, you about to come through. But just to just. I'm sitting down watching TV, family feud, and then I hear a knock on my door, and you just at the door. No, like, that's not cool. In advance, like, oh, I made dinner reservations. Get ready. I'm going to be at your house in, like, 30 minutes. Oh, I'm already hyped. That's romantic. I, I got time. I feel like both of them are on the same level for me. And so if we're broken up and it's, like, fresh, I'm talking about we just woke up yesterday and you show up at my door, I'm going to be like a little perturbed. Still happy that you're like, I'm going to still say, oh my gosh, you're here. But I'm going to be angrier, I would say, um, that you're at my door. And you will definitely feel that frustration and anger as we're talking at the door. If you wait two, three months later, you still going to get a little bit anger. But it's going to be like, oh my gosh, because you know that missing se- um, sensation has now set in. And it's like, damn, I'm accustomed to seeing him or talking to him. And now he's at my door and it's just like, dang, I'm so glad that he's here. And I'm still going to probably be like, yo, we're still broken up. But I'm going to be happy to see you because I'm missing you. Well, I'm going to call you out on it. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, like, listen, don't show up at my house. Next time you need to let me know that you're coming. Oh, man. Like, don't just pop up at my house. You are a tough cookie. Yeah, don't pop. And then what happens if I'm not home? That's your business. Then what? I feel like when you do a pop-up, you have to take all that consideration. And you can't be mad at me if I'm not home. That's on you because you decided to come unannounced. And if I'm there with my next dude, or if I'm there with a dude who may or may not be my next dude, and then you assume that is my next dude, if I'm not home, if I'm in the shower and you have to wait an extra 10 minutes because I'm in the shower, those are all things that you have now taken upon yourself when you decide to do a pop-up. And guess what? The only person you can be upset with or frustrated with or annoyed with is yourself. Because you didn't announce yourself. Me, as the receiver of your pop-up, I'm feeling good about it. Like, dang, he came all this way. And then if you wait while I'm in the shower because you're like, I hear the water running, so I'm going to wait for her to come out the shower. And then I get a knock on my door as I step out of my shower. And it's you? Huh. Mm-mm. You're thinking about it on the side of the person doing the pop-up instead of the receiver of the pop-up. Nah, I mean, it's cool and all. Like, I, I get I get where you're coming from. I just don't like that. Like, I just don't, don't pop up on me. I just don't like it. I feel like just let me know that you're coming. Even if you're five minutes away, like, listen, I'm in an area. 
I just want to stop by, see, you know, see how you're doing, or I bought you some lunch or whatever. Just give me the heads up, you're there. I don't, <laughs> just I don't, I don't, don't need show that. Don't show up. That's just, that's so crazy. Like, I, and then I'm not going to just pop up at his house. I'm not going to just pop up. I'm going to let you know, listen, I'm in an area. If you home, I, you know, I'll stop by or whatever. You want to grab some food. Even if we together. I'm still not going to show up at your house. So I wouldn't do, so I've done a pop-up and I've done it on the ex that wasn't return, wasn't accepting my call. But that's because we were together. If, but that's different though. If you, if I didn't hear from you in a couple of days, then yeah, I'm, I'm going to come at your door. I'm going to come. But that's the same door. thing. Like if somebody, if you're texting somebody and they don't respond to your text, it's the exact same thing. Right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, I'm gonna pay you a visit because I'm I'm now I'm worried, but, but if we know what it is. Nah, I ain't coming to your house and don't yeah, pop up. Nah, I feel like uh, that for me is like it's the sweetest thing you could do. It's a very sweet gesture. Cause even when There's I think so about many other sweet things that you can do, let's try show up at my house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it. Um, so even like with if the you situation, want to send me flowers. Send me flowers. I'd rather have the delivery man pop up at my house. But you, you need to let me know you're coming. I think the reason why that wouldn't work for me is because one of my five love language is quality time. So gifts, I like it, but it's not gonna do much for me. No, and the quality I, I, and a quality time will. So, like you popping up at my house shows to me that you want to spend time with me. So that's the quality time connection. So that's why it works for me. And then even with the friend that you were the friend of the friend that you were talking to, I'd have gave him a totally different advice. I'd have said, "Yo, if you really care for this woman, and she just like ghosted you, you show up to her door and you let her know, like, yo, one, I care deeply for you, and it's not cool that you ghosted me. If you don't want to talk to me, say say that then." That's the advice I would have gave him. I would be like, yo, knock yourself out. Knock on her door. Make sure there's no, no crazy hours. You can't be rolling over there at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. You make sure you get there at the time that you know she would be there, like 7 or 8 o'clock at night or even 9. Anything after 11, just forget it. Call it quits. Try it again tomorrow. But, yeah, nah, I'm all about, yo, ugh. I feel like if I was a dude. There's so many romantic things that you can do because I'm one of those people who, believe it or not, a romantic person like i love doing things together i love wanting to go out and do spontaneous things even though popping up is a spontaneous it thing, absolutely is it's just like it's just uh, it's just i don't like it i just feel like you you fishing for something or like there's just like a hidden hidden intentions which you just showing up if you yeah. think, but if you think about it, everything has a hidden agenda. Every single thing that we do as human beings, we have a hidden agenda too. Yeah, but it's just like sneaky. Yeah, I just don't like it. Nah, B, I feel like I, I just don't like it. I'd rather you just let me know in advance and we good. But yeah. you just showing up like that, my job. The job is off limits unless we're like seriously dating or we've been. Um, or we're married. So, like, the popping up of the job is only designated for those people that I've been dating for a while. And I'm talking about me and you have been at it for so so much so that my parents know you, my cousins know you, you've been to family functions. Like, that's to the extent where you can now pop up at the job. And I would have no, 
I'll be showing you off like, hey guys, this is my, my husband, my whomever, whatever, whatever. If you come into my job on a strength of you haven't heard from me and we not talking, there's going to be a blowout at my job. And now you're going to call me to come out of character in front of my boss. And I don't want that. So that's why the right. job is off limits when it comes to like, if we're only been dating, I would say if we're only been dating a year, you still not get, you still can't pop up at the job. If we've been dating three years, all right, you're getting now in that territory of I can possibly pop up at her job because we're still in good graces. I can show up with a bunch of roses at like 4.30 when she gets off at 5. Like these are the things that's good. Or I'm coming to her at 12 to take her to lunch. Like those are good for pop-ups at that stage. But at one year, no, you can't do that. And then when I think about the whole relationship aspect and us not speaking and things of that nature, I feel like it's a... My whole concept of rationalizing it is like anything that is worth having is worth working at. So if I'm not talking to you and you really, really, really want to be with me, you're going to do whatever it takes to get my attention, to get me to speak to you. And if that's popping up my house, that shows me, granted, that may not be his intention at all. He just maybe knows it like you said. But for me as a receiver, I take it as a grand gesture like, yo, he came all the way from. And for me, Brooklyn is ODD. If you come from Brooklyn, Connecticut, and Philadelphia, and all these different places to come to my house here in the, the upper boonies of the Bronx, I'm taking it with like all types of admiration and um, sincerity and love and whatever the case may be. That's just how I see it. And so, like, for me, I'm not saying do it every single day, like, because then it's no longer a pop up. So, this has been a great topic. So this last question, I'm just going to be asking you, it's called quick draw, right? Okay. So it's seven questions and you can't think about it. You just got to answer the questions. Okay. Okay. So the first question is worst pickup line. The worst pickup line is, um, oh man, that's a good one. Um, worst pickup line would have to be. Girl, I know you tired because you've been running through my mind. Oh, my God. People still say that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, this was an older man. Gotcha. And I was just like, if you don't go with your 1970 pickup line. Right, right, right. All right. The next question. Worst date? Worst date? Oh, man. I would have to say um, I went on a date with the older guy and like the way he was dressed it mm. threw me off he was dressed like an old man like it just threw me off like it was nothing i expected right like, we i went out with him before and you know he was dressed a little bit more you know like not Very. younger but like more casual mm-hmm. homie had on sandals and it were like like sandals between the toes. Like Not I Jesus sandals. sandals. Between the toes. Yeah. Oh so wow. It was just like the, yeah. And he had like the dad shorts with the crease. Like it was just that we made bad. it bad. Yeah. After that, once I seen him dressed like that, it just like it didn't really go anywhere. I no lie, the date was probably like forty five minutes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the next question. Uh, are you someone who tends to get out of a relationship too fast or stay too long? 
stay too long oh. because I hate starting over. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Okay, so last time you broke someone's heart. Um, I don't know if I broke their heart, mm -hmm. but I would have to say maybe like a year ago. Okay. I was told from that particular person that I broke their heart. Damn. You out here breaking hearts. I hear that, E. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you most thankful for? I have to say my family and my close friends. Uh, what did your past relationships teach you? To pay attention to the red flags, not to ignore them. And not to move backwards to always move forward last question what song makes you unconditionally happy um that's a good 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 question there's actually a song that um i i i love this song but um it's a song called more today than yesterday and it's a group 70s i think they're in the 70s or mm -hmm. 60s but the group is called the spiral star uh, staircase and that's this song just makes me extremely happy it's just one of those doo-wop type of songs yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's basically i'll love you more today than i did yesterday oh so it's just like continuous every day like the love gets stronger and stronger but it's such a good happy song that mm -hmm. I, I just love it oh that is so romantic ah Yes, I'm like I said. I said well, if I ever get married, like I have to play this song. Wow, that's amazing. I think the song that I had chosen was "Beautiful" by Music. Oh, yo, I okay. love that song. My other favorite song is "Amazing" by um, Anthony Hamilton. I love oh, that song. Oh, I love Anthony Hamilton. That is my song. Like those two songs must be played at my wedding. Well at my elopement. elopement when you're at the courthouse <laughs> yeah well i yeah well i'm at the courthouse and then at on the beach taking a oh. bunch of photos oh, photos i want a destination oh like, yeah yeah oh i know what you're talking about on the feet something like that yeah i know what you're talking about ah. that's what i want no heels, no sandals, no nothing. I just want to be barefoot because I love the way the sand feels between my toes. That's amazing. I feel like that would be my life soon. So one day. Um, but yeah, so that's it for tonight. Yay. Yay. This has I know been it's great. Just, so yeah. Oh, you know, we could have talked about too. And I totally forgot the question that you wanted to ask me about relationships from since like five years ago. <laughs> Oh, well, this is, quickly, this is the question. When is there, like, a, a minimum time span of when you can tell somebody that you love them? I know Ooh. it shouldn't be any. I know it shouldn't be anything, but it's like, you don't tell nobody that you love them if you just met them in a day or a week or two weeks. Well. I don't know if this, yeah, I don't know, like, is there not, not that there's a rule, but when is it, a, like, appropriate time where it's okay to tell someone that you love them you know yeah so there is a movie called um the sun is also a star that had um yara shahidi in it and okay. the entire movie 
it's based on these 36 questions, right? And I can send you the link to the questions. So it's a bunch of questions that you ask the opposite sex and you sit and you have this conversation with this person and then you stare in their eyes for four minutes afterwards and it's supposed to help you fall in love with the other person. And I wanted to do this with your friend, but it never happened. And so in the movie, she doesn't believe in love. She's like, love doesn't happen. Destiny is not a thing. You know, if you can't scientifically prove it, therefore it doesn't really exist and blah, blah, blah. And he's like very heavy romantic. Like, what do you mean love doesn't exist? Love is so amazing. Da, 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 da. And they're going through this entire thing. And he says to her, I guarantee you, I can have you get you to fall in love with me a day. And she's just like, all right, boy, let's go. Let's do this or whatever. But there's like a whole storyline behind it. And I don't want to give the movie away. So they end up, um, he ends up asking her these different questions and all kinds of things and they're spending time together. And then by the end of the movie, she says to him, so I don't necessarily, so I say all that to say, I don't necessarily know if you can say that it can't happen in a day or when you meet somebody. Um, but I will say that from talking to men. They've all said that they knew they were in love or they wanted to get married to this person within six months. Every single one of wow. them. They were like, three months, yo, she might be the girl. Six months, you know she's the girl. And if you don't know within six months, you're just dragging her along. I was like, that's what it is? And so they're like... six months, then why do people wait so long to they, or not even propose the question because they the, the men that i have spoken to they said the reason why people take so long is because one they're see, seeking other options and then if you end up having to get the ring or the proposal years later it's because they can't find anyone better to replace you mm. yo yeah, that makes sense. when i tell you because i was like well you know women always said that men don't necessarily know and it's that's why it takes so long and when i tell you i had a conversation with several different men at different age groups and every single one of them told me the exact same thing and we weren't even in the same room together and they didn't even know each other i was like there has to be something behind this because if each one of y'all are telling me that within three months you can say this might be the girl and then in six months you can literally say to yourself yo i'm marrying her and you're working towards getting married and she already knows that you're the that you're gonna marry her and they're doing this within a year, two years, or whatever, but at six months point, she already knows, like, I'm going to be his wife. I'm like, see, I ain't even wasting my time, so I'm not foolish, because I used to tell people this all the time, like, a man knows, and they're like, no, a man don't know, he has to really be with you for a while, and that's why people are together for so long, and all of them was like, no, the reason why is because, A, he's trying to find something better, B, he's cup, two, he's comfortable, so there is no need for him to go anywhere else. And three, you haven't required him to want to marry you. And I'm just like, oh, knowledge. That's true, but you you have to, you you need to get that input from a man. What do you you mean? You need to hear it from, from, no, I'm saying you need to hear that from different men to know that that's what they, you know, that's what they're thinking. Because a lot of times we we go by what we think men are thinking, but if you actually go to the horse's mouth and ask the man right. that's what they're saying then that's gotta be some truth, to it. truth to it yeah Ugh. it it was but, it was so mind-blowing you told somebody that you love them Ooh. i don't think i'm ever the, no so 
I don't necessarily think I'm ever the first person to say I love you. Usually the guys that say it? I'm trying to think. I think so. But the other thing too that I realized that when I say I love you, I necessarily don't mean it on the way that the word love should be used because I've become so desensitized to the word that I just like freely use it. Okay. If that makes sense. So I know that I know there was a relationship that I was starting to get into. And in that relationship, I remember telling him I loved him, not because I necessarily loved him, but it was just like said I love him in order to get what I wanted, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. So you, okay. So I was using the word love to make him feel like I loved him. So you know how guys would say, I love you to then get sex. But in our situation, we weren't having sex. So it was just like, I was okay. telling him, I love him in order to get like the time, the attention, the affection. And like, I had to, once we ended up breaking up and I was the one that ended up breaking it up. I had to recognize that the reason why I was saying it wasn't necessarily because I really truly loved him. I had a lot of like for him. I cared for him deeply, just wasn't in love for him. But it was because for so long for me, love had been equated to the fact of results. So like if you say love, I'm going to get this quicker. I'm going to get what I'm looking for. I'm going to get what I want. Gotcha. 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 So when did, when is the earliest time you said that you love? A person and you meant it. Ooh, and meant it. And Damn meant you. It. Damn and you. It. And were you the first to say or was he? Ha. Ah, that's a tough question. I just want to know, like, is there like a rule to it? No. Like, you know, you, you shouldn't tell nobody that you love them unless you mean it, one, or you can't love somebody like within a week or fall in love with somebody or say that you love somebody in two weeks of meeting that person. Like, okay. Or, I don't know if there's rules to this. So I think you would tell somebody that I love them if I truly love them, but I don't say it often enough. I don't know if I should, right. but I don't say often enough. So let me clarify something. Cause I also came to the realization of what actually, what love actually means. And for me, love is, doing anything to make you happy even when i'm the most upset at you so if you've picked, so you ever seen those like memes where this man and his woman sitting on the couch and you can see he's clearly pissed at her but he has an umbrella over her head yeah. protecting her from the rain and he's getting drenched that to me is a is a symbol of what love is and if you can't even in the, mo the time where you can't stand to be in the same room with this person, but you'll be willing to give that person the shirt off your back just to make sure that they're good. I feel like that's love. That, I don't necessarily can see that happening in the first week. We can like somebody very, very deeply and confuse it with love. But right. to be able to say that, you know, I love you enough that if you ask for my last dollar, I'm talking about I'm starving, haven't eaten food all day, and I got this last dollar in my pocket to go to the to go to McDonald's to get a, a dollar fry and that's all I'm eating for today and you say babe I need your dollar and I'm willing to give you my dollar and starve yeah I don't know that can happen I don't know if that can happen in the first week uh, a couple of months of spending time with each other maybe you may you can either do it out of you know like I just want to make this person happy so they can like me um, but I think when it comes to such a gr huge sacrifice, things of that nature don't come until like a couple of months in.
So what happens if it's been like over a year and you still and can't do that? No one's no one said no. You might feel like you love that person, but like he hasn't said it or. So I think that's the um I think that's the difference too because I've also don't necessarily feel like love is a feeling. Okay. I think love is more so of an action, and is equated back to the scenario that I gave you. Uh huh. And I think that if you can't do that for the person that you're with, then you're not necessarily then you're not really in love because. So you don't. So you don't think that you can like feel the love for somebody it has to be so feel love for somebody and loving someone are two different things just like being in love is a different totally different thing as well right but you said you don't you don't feel that you don't think that love is a feeling so being in love i feel like that could be an emotion like i feel like i'm in love i feel like whatever so, like, the, the actual word itself, love, like, I love you, I don't think that's a feeling. I think that's more of an action, and you can portray that love through your actions. But to say, I'm in love with you, that is a feeling. That is something that has the butterflies in your stomach, something that's an emotion that's driven, and that it fluctuates. Because things with, the thing with feelings is that it fluctuates. The things with love in itself, it never fluctuates, no matter what happens. Okay, I see I see what you're saying, but I, I consider love to be a feeling. I feel like it's a feeling because if for order for me to love you, I have to have the feeling in me to even want to show any action. Like it has to be in me first for me to actually act it out or be in the act of loving somebody. I have to know that I can feel it like, oh yeah, I feel the love for this person. So I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to show it. So I've also like equated anybody that I'm talking to when it comes to love now for me, yeah. although I don't think I've, I have said it yet to anyone, is am I willing to give you the shirt off my back even when you've pissed me off the most? And if I can't say yes, then I'm not in love with you. Or I'm not in love. I'm not, I don't love you. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is. But yeah, uh, so it's been, it was great. We went definitely longer than we were supposed to because we were supposed to end at the seven <laughs> questions, but whatever. It is what it is. So yeah, so thank you for joining us from MD, the DMV area. Yeah, I can't wait to the next show when you invite me back. Yeah. We have some more great topics to discuss and you need to disagree yeah definitely agree. you need to bring on your friend so we can talk about his little um oh yes yeah like hype yes. him up so we can do this because even if we have to bring you out here a weekend we all need to be in the same room when this goes down yo we need to be in the same space let me know when and if you can get him on board i will get another guy we will talk this through because I feel like this is a great topic that many people haven't. And the reason why I'm keeping it so suspicious is because I don't want to give it away yet. But I feel like this right. is a great topic that everybody can either relate to or have questions and try to figure out, like, where we are and just be respectful of each other's opinions and things of that nature. Um, yes. So, yay! We are done recording. So, 
Thanks. Uh, thank you all for listening to your girl Monica with my guest for today, E. Equan. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, this has been another episode of Balance and Sanity. Have a great one.